If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime. Perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 2251. Balancing progress with variety. Getting fitter without getting bored. By Rachel Trotta of racheltrotta.com. And I'm Dr. Neil, your very own personal narrator. Welcome to another edition of Optimal Health Daily. This is one of just a few podcasts in the world where blogs are read to you. And on this show, you get the added bonus of hearing my commentary at the end. Oh, and another bonus, on Fridays, I answer your questions. Now, to check out our other shows, just search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this. But for now, let's get to today's post and start optimizing your life. Balancing Progress with Variety, Getting Fitter Without Getting Bored by Rachel Trotta of racheltrotta.com. It's a common request of clients that they need to mix things up to keep from getting bored with their workouts. It's completely understandable. No one wants to feel that they're slogging through repetitive workouts day in and day out. While many people may like the effects of exercise, like a more trim physique, better health, more energy, and so on, they may not enjoy exercise itself. Even those who do intrinsically enjoy working out as a hobby can get bored with two repetitive routines. Often, this is where someone like me can be really helpful to introduce interest and variety into someone's workout routines without sacrificing forward progress. This is because the primary problem with variety without perspective is that it easily turns into shiny object syndrome, running after new and exciting concepts and workouts without letting something stick long enough to make a real difference. The key to real improvement, both in terms of strength and body composition, is structured variety. In other words, there's enough consistency to keep progressively challenging your muscles and cardiovascular system in a way that yields impressive results over time, but also enough variety to keep enthusiasm high and boredom at bay, reduce the chance of overuse injuries from too repetitive workouts, and challenge your entire body without getting stuck in one habitual area. In simpler terms, we need structure to make progress, but we need variety to keep both our bodies and our minds fresh. 
Here are five ways to incorporate variety into your regular workouts without sacrificing progress, whether you work out on the track or on the treadmill, in the gym, or on your living room floor. One, once or twice a week, do shorter, far more intense workouts. Instead of going for a 30-minute run, do 15 minutes of sprints. Instead of doing deadlifts for four sets of 12 reps, do sprints of kettlebell swings, like five sets of 20. Instead of holding a plank position for 60 seconds, sprint it out with mountain climbers for 30 seconds. I'm not talking about making an exercise a little harder, I'm talking about sprints. This means that you work so hard for a short amount of time, like 30 seconds, that you absolutely must rest for 30 to 90 seconds after. By inserting a few very short, highly intense workouts into your week at the most, you put other workouts into perspective. Suddenly, four sets of 12 doesn't sound so boring. It sounds like a welcome break in the next workout, even if the exercises are very, very similar. Two, a few times a week, do much heavier workouts. Similarly, a few times a week, supercharge your regular exercise. If you're a runner, challenge yourself with a long tempo run that challenges your sustained pace. If you're lifting, push yourself to add more weight to the bar for fewer reps. By lifting heavier weights or pushing your legs to maintain a faster than comfortable speed for a long period of time, you're eliciting a new response from your muscle fibers. You're changing up the level of demand and mental engagement without actually changing the exercise itself which means that you're paving the way for continued progress. Three, switch up your grip. This one's for strength training only. Instead of dramatically changing your exercises, make the simple change of hand grip. Do overhand pull-ups instead of underhand chin-ups. Use a pronated grip for rows and reverse flies instead of a supinated grip, meaning palms back instead of palms in. When you change up your hand position, you change which muscles get activated for exercises. And this can not only help you get stronger, but also prevent overuse injuries from rubbing the same joints with the same movements over and over day after day. Four, split dual limb exercises into single leg exercises. For example, split your dual leg exercises like a squat into single leg exercises like a single leg squat or a lunge. This not only helps to prevent boredom, but also make sure that you continue to work on the same muscle groups, but in ways that challenge your balance, core strength, and stability, and your weaker side, because we all have one. If you ever really need to change up your workouts because you just can't with another day of squats, try doing single leg goblet squats on a box, and you'll find that within a few days, you'll be more than happy to do squats again. And five, progress exercises you've mastered. While this seems like common sense, it's not, largely because most people who aren't personal trainers don't always know the next logical step in making an exercise more appropriate for their level of fitness. Let's take two very common exercises that people do on their own, bridges and planks. Because they're simple and easy to do, people often become very proficient at both bridges and planks on their own, but run out of runway. They have nowhere else to go once they can hold a plank for a few minutes or do a few sets of 20 bridges. Obviously, it can get boring. But the reality is, there is a lot of runway, if you know where to look. Bridges can turn into single leg bridge push-ups, heel sliders, feet elevated bridges, feet elevated bridges with single leg push-up, Swiss ball hamstring curls, and more. 
Planks can turn into dynamic bear crawls, advanced bird dogs, Swiss ball pikes, mountain climber variations, and more. One way to refresh your perspective on an exercise is to redefine it as a movement pattern instead of an exercise. What are you doing when you're holding a bridge? You're using your feet to help squeeze your glutes by lifting your hips. Once you master that movement pattern, you can make it more challenging by introducing variables like instability, balance, elevation, and more. You're still working the same muscles, but in a completely fresh and sometimes insanely challenging way. Variety and progress aren't mutually exclusive. In fact, by making exercises more challenging in the ways that I've described, you're introducing both interest and progression. You don't have to choose. Just beware of shiny object syndrome, which tends to look like this. Monday, arm workout at the gym. Tuesday, spin class. Wednesday, running. Thursday, ab workout at the gym. Friday, yoga. If you look at this work week, you'll see that, admittedly, the positive is that exercise is happening. In fact, they exercised every weekday, which is great. For someone who's trying to work on consistency, this is an achievement. However, the drawback is that no real improvement will be happening if this pattern continues. There's simply not enough repetition of any kind. Here's a better format for a busy person who wants to enjoy a variety of exercise, but also wants to see continuous progress. Monday. 30-minute, full-body strength workout, fewer exercises with a heavier weight. Tuesday, 30-minute, moderate pace run. Wednesday, 30-minute, full-body strength workout, more exercises, but lighter weight and more single-limb variations. Thursday, 30-minute, tempo run. Friday, 20-minute, moderate, full-body strength workout, followed by 10 minutes of high-intensity interval training. If you look at this new work week, you'll see that not only is the person being consistent in exercising, but they're also being consistent in getting better at specific skills. They're becoming a better runner. They're working up their whole body several times a week. As a result of this improvement, the greater likelihood is that their body composition is also changing, becoming more muscular and leaner. This is ideally what I try to create with my clients a reasonable give and take in the average working person's week to provide interest with progression without someone's whole life getting sucked into fitness. Just by making a few small shifts, exercise can not only be disciplined, but also be interesting, exciting, and yes, fun. You just listened to the post titled Balancing Progress with Variety, Getting Fitter Without Getting Bored by Rachel Trotta of racheltrotta.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com health. Just go to indeed.com 
slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. So you remember how earlier this week I was talking about how when it comes to most things, I'm a late adapter. I'm the one with the 10-year-old cell phone, the laptop with Windows 8 still on it, and I'm slow to adapt to a new fitness regimen. Part of this is because I've always been overly cautious, but also, in my line of work, I have to be careful about buying into things that might be considered fads. But sadly, this also means that if I'm not forced to change my workout routine, I'll just stick to the exercises that I know I'm good at. I know full well how important it is to mix up our fitness routines, but I can get lazy. See, I keep trying to tell you that I am a human too. Logically, I know that if I keep doing these same exercises, I will stop seeing results. And sadly, this has actually happened to me many times in the past. More recently, I've come to accept that if I want to experience continuous progress, I will need to try new things. Luckily, I hired a coach to help me with this, and it is paying off. I've learned new exercises and found that I'm actually good at more than just a handful of exercises and I have seen positive changes to my body composition. Is all of this backed by any studies? Not yet, but I know studies are being conducted on this type of training. And today's author, Rachel, did us a huge favor. Rachel gave us some great and easy-to-implement suggestions that we can basically use to map out our whole week. So give it a try, see how it feels, and if it doesn't work for you, that's okay too. The main thing is, to try not to be like me and do mix things up whenever you can. All right, that'll do it for today. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening every day. I hope you're having a great week and I'll see you back here tomorrow for the usual Friday Q&A and where your optimal life awaits.